In a world where full-length motion pictures exist, two men have the power to navigate their stories. Join Jeff and Michael as they attempt to recall some of their favorite movie memories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Movie Memories Podcast, hosted by myself, Michael, and Jeff. That's right. Michael and I are going to challenge each other each week to recall our favorite movies from memory. It won't be a movie we've seen recently, and we won't know the movie ahead of time. Then we'll go rewatch the movie, talk about parts that we missed, talk about our favorite parts, and maybe even talk about things that we didn't know beforehand. So sit back, relax, and see if you can rise to the challenge. So, uh, you think I should? You think I should go ahead and start making a D and D character? So it's prep for Ross. Oh, we're doing this, huh? <laughs> we're just talking, you know. What do you think? Um, I, I haven't started yet. You think I should just go ahead and start making one just in case? Uh, that's up to you, man. Mm. Mm. <laughs> if if you had to make, if you had to be a D&D character in real life because like when when you're making like, one to play a game it's fantasy like oh in my wildest dreams but if you had to deal with being a D&D character in real life what would you be well that just comes with a bunch of questions because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. does that mean uh, that you have all the same races as the D&D yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. they all exist Mm-hmm. Like they all things different. So basically, you're in that the real land. world, yeah. or like no, like here, modern in day, our real, yeah, our modern day real world with all you, of the things that come with that mm-hmm. racism, yeah. social yeah. classes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. J- what you'd have to do as a job being mm. a orc warrior, you know, like that's like what, that movie that came choose? out on Netflix. Oh, with Will Smith. Oh, uh, I don't remember the name of it. It wasn't just magic, but it was like. Oh, I don't gosh. know. I don't know. I don't know. It was okay. That was just okay. Yeah. It was but okay. it was the same, same cool concept. concept. Like somebody was like, hey. Yeah, it's... magic in the real world. Yeah. Yeah, because nobody liked orcs and yeah. uh, they were elves or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Probably. You, know, you should think about it. Because elves well, what live class? for a long time. Well, class doesn't really apply because if yeah. it's modern day, like no, you'd have to pick you if, can, you, if you had to pick, and you I had to be uh, just work at a bank. Yeah, <laughs> just be an elf banker. Imagine that. Just it's like I've been doing this for four hundred years. Yeah, for four hundred <laughs> years. I was supposed to be a wizard. Yeah, but never got around to it. Yeah, never got around to it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I thought about this the other day. I was like, yeah, what if you ha- if you had to make a character sheet, but it existed in our reality? What would you want it to be? Yeah, it'd be yeah. tough. I would need to think about it more. Yeah, probably think I, about it. I'd probably do that race. Probably an elf. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we got an episode. You got a movie, right? I do have a movie. It's picked. Yeah. I picked it. I watched it, kind of. 
Yeah. Well, then, uh, if you watched it, kind of, and I mean, hopefully that bodes well for me. <laughs> like, if you watch it, kind of, and you can get through it by hosting an episode, I think then, I could get through the movie without having rewatched it. But okay, they're a little. I mean, it's going to be the order of things. Like every single time we do this, it's going to be the order of the scenes no. that might trip you up. But okay, okay, I think. I think you'll get it. All right, we'll lay it on me. How are you going to try and get me to guess it? Well, of figure course. Out what movie it is. I got to give you a quote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my thing. It's Quotey. Quotey man. Quotey Mc... Quotey Mc... Quotey Quoterson. Quoterson. But I'm not going to start at the beginning of the quote. I'm going to start okay. in the middle. Because it's kind of a conversation. Okay. So I'm going to start here. Were you on one of your cushy recruiting assignments again? Yeah, where do they put you up this time? The plaza? Cushy recruiting assignments. Yeah. I don't know. Do you got any more? The rest of it. one lined up? Okay. The rest of it. Um, Drake Hotel, Chicago. Drake Hotel. Drake Hotel. It's a part of the movie. I mean, it's yeah. Why does that sound so familiar? Drake mm-hmm. Hotel. Yeah. Punishing. 24-hour room service. Chauffeured limos. Man's getting soft in his old age. Drake Hotel. That sounds so familiar. Is it a spy movie? Mm. It's not Mission Impossible. Is it Mission Impossible? <laughs> yeah, it is. The first one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Drake Hotel. That sounded so familiar. Oh man. Yeah, you you're right. I I have seen this movie a fair number of times. And your the order of things is going to be the tough and I'm getting flashes of mm-hmm. images. Oh, and the Drake Hotel is important because it kind it's of something that what is the guy's name? The actor, the old dude uh, Phelps, it's a uh, Voight. Uh, yeah, John Voight. Mm-hmm. He like lets that slip yeah. when he's talking, and then and then it gives like a, a red flag to um, Tom Cruise. Like, wait a minute. Well, before we start, do you Drake remember? Hotel? Do you remember his name? John Voight's the character. Tom Cruise's character, Ethan Hunt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, now it's stemmed like all these Mission Impossible movies, yeah. which I actually really like. Like, I'm never disappointed when I watch any of them. They're just good action movies. Okay, but well, they have, I don't okay, know. Anyway. We'll save that. We'll save that for the next part. I have questions, yeah. but yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Gosh. You know, it's been a really long time since I watched the first one, and I was actually scrolling through looking at movies to watch maybe last week or something, and I was like, you know what? Mission Impossible's been a while yeah zip line into the white room the sweat dripping on the floor like i haven't watched that in a while it's be kind of fun to do okay um i'm just gonna go with the stuff i can remember but it's gonna be a little loose um the beginning is the a, a mission that the mif uh is on that's what they're called, right? MIF. Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible Force. Force. <laughs> <laughs> Which they don't say in this movie. Don't no. They don't, 
yeah but doing like it gets a little one. hokey later yeah. yeah but this movie is a lot more on the espionage thriller yes side for sure than i feel like action mm-hmm. yeah anyway um the mif is on a mission ethan hunt a couple lady spies a couple other dudes one russian guy that plays the um the leon the professional he's okay. not there yet is okay he? yeah no oh well he is but you don't know <laughs> he is but you don't know it's him um okay so they're on a mission to a, to track down a buyer uh, or someone who's trying to sell the knock list they keep calling it the knock list the non it's an acronym right it's um i <laughs> I saw it the other day and I was thinking the exact thing. And I was like, oh, no, it is right. It, it is an acronym blah. for like, I think it, it says it's like non or something operational personnel yeah. or something, something like that. Something basically something. a list of yes. uh, current undercover operatives out mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. And some things go awry some betrayals obviously happen the mission fails uh well it sort of fails I'm trying to think i'm trying to think of you, the exact okay. things that happen do you remember okay the, there's a the opening scene uh-huh and then the next part is with phelps which is john Boyd's character okay and phelps. The group do you remember kind of what they were supposed to do i mean it does have to do with the knock list yeah they were well i thought they were from what i can remember but i can't remember exactly what the first mission pertained to but i thought they were trying to intercept it or something like that somebody Ish. had it they're trying to sell it they're trying to he had it so it. the way that it was kind of brought up is that they the guy had half of the knock list and he's trying to okay. get the rest of it Okay. And that they want him, they want them to just follow him and mark yeah, so the target they can, yeah, and so prove they can that find he's out who, the one getting it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And some bad things happen. The mission goes awry. Um, a car blows up. They think one member dies. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan's trying to track down everybody else and go save whoever might else be dying on the team i can't exactly I, all i can picture is it's very dark out on the streets of paris uh, i think it's amsterdam prague france prague um you know wet cobblestone streets it's all everything's coated even though it's not raining everything's wet wet, wet like just rain yeah wet and stony um and he i think it's him that eventually catches up with one other team member that's he thinks is at this metal gate and is okay. And then as he approaches, realizes that they've been stabbed. Yeah. And they're not okay, but they have that person did have the knock list on them, right? Yeah. Doesn't he pull it from their bloody jacket and he has half of it. Something that's happened later. Yes. Okay. You're remembering parts of this. Yeah. All I remember is, okay. That person gets stabbed. Right. Um, Ethan tries to maybe see him, save him or something like that. I just remember he has blood on him from their yep. blood. <laughs> oh, it was him. It was Phelps, right? No, no, no. no. 
but they think he dies. Yeah. When? God. <laughs> it's a little bit of a blur. <laughs> well, um, move on to the next part. What do you think happens after this? Gosh, they meet back up at a safe house. It's Ethan alone at first, right? Uh-huh. And then the girl who's sort of a love interest for him. I don't remember her name. Claire. Claire. Uh-huh. She shows up. Um, doesn't Ethan do the glass break thing? Yeah. The bulbs. This yeah, is yeah. that movie. That one yeah. when he does that. He gets the safe house. He unscrews a lot of light bulbs, crushes them in his jacket, and then sprinkles them on the floor in all the walkways so that if someone does happen to break in, he can hear the crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he is woken up by it, right? And then he discovers it's Claire that's shown up. Yeah, he kind of... You'll see when you watch it. Yeah. And um, he is very distrusting of her at first because obviously for the mission to have failed the way it did, somebody had to have betrayed them. Yeah. And he's a little accusatory at first. And she's like, I think I kind of remember because he's about to. He's threatening her. Yeah. And she's like, well, if you really think it's me, just kill me or something like that. He's he's like, why are you here? Like you were supposed to come back here. Yeah. Earlier. But she's like, no mission fail. If we abort, it has to come back at 4 a.m. Everyone's yeah. supposed to come back at 4 a.m. She keeps yeah. saying that over and over. And try to just so I'm, I can try to remember a future scene. Um, It's being Rames, right? That's the actor. Uh huh. Yeah, Ving Rames and Leon the Professional, they show up later. They recruit them to assist, right? Yeah. To when they go to steal the actual knock list from the, the CIA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so that is later. I wasn't sure if they were on the first mission and then they bring them back on. I just couldn't remember. Um, I kind of don't remember the middle part of this. The scene at the restaurant doesn't happen yet, right? That that already happens. did. Oh, that did. Yeah. Who was he meeting with? A CIA director or somebody that worked for the CIA? Ish. Um, Kittredge. Kittredge. Yeah. yeah Kittredge. It's Kittredge, and they think he's like the guy that betrayed them, or maybe. That happened before the first mission. No, that happened immediately following mission. And then he goes back to the, oh. the safe house. Okay, so he tries to meet up with them. And Kittredge is like trying to talk to Ethan mm-hmm. at this restaurant with this big, large fish tank. And before this, maybe before the mission, somebody was explaining some of the cool spy equipment. And one of them was uh, a piece of gum, red uh-huh. and green, red light. Uh, red light, green light, green light. Uh if you mush them together, it creates some plastic explosive that'll go off. Anyway, yeah, I think you're right. He tries to come in or something like that and meets with Kittredge. And Kittredge is kind of interrogative of Ethan. He's trying to be his friend at first. For sure. Yes, because he's trying to figure out what happened or maybe he doesn't mm-hmm. trust Ethan. Maybe he thinks he's the double agent. Um, Ethan starts to catch wind of this in the conversation. and mashes up some of the gum and slaps it against the tank and starts running out of the Somehow, restaurant. this dry gum is able to stick. Yes. The- <laughs> <laughs> it breaks the tank's glass. The water comes rushing. Ethan's jumping out of there and that's how he's able to get away. And yeah. then he makes it to the safe house. Then she shows up 
And then from here, he does have something in his hand, though, right? They're at the safe house and they're talking about it. Nope, that's later. That's later after they obtain it. That's the only time he actually has something in his hand. The thing that he got off of that guy at the gate was uh-huh. a knife. Yeah. That's what he held knife. in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, the, honestly, I, I just can't picture, I can picture him, but I'd have no idea if I'm even on the right track of remembering. There's some in-between scenes here before, essentially, I think they cracked the, they come up with the idea of, well, the only way we're going to find out who the buyer is or who has the half the knock list or something like that is if we go get the real knock list and offer to sell it. Right. Yeah. So Kittredge brings it up. Yeah. Kittredge brings it up. Yeah. He says, this has been a mole hunt. Yeah. And someone, this uh, buyer, this dealer named Max Max. is willing to pay for the knock list. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It's, uh, it's Phelps. (laughs) Um, No, no. He's the one that's trying to get the knock list to give to Max so Max can pay him. Oh yeah, Max was Max was. Oh. I don't want Kittredge. to reveal anything else. I want you to. Kittredge see. is a red herring for the movie. He he's like think of him as the director of the CIA or whatever. The yeah, MIF. I know, but and I feel like I remember from the movie they kind of make you feel like he's not a good guy, right? But actually, he he. It's, he's just he's, kind of a neutral. Yeah, he's just kind of neutral. And really, the bad guy is someone that you thought you could trust that faked his own death in order. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, they hatch a plan to that they have to break into the CIA to download the actual knock list. For trade or selling or whatever to root yes. out Max. Because Mac is Max is going to want to buy it. That's right. Yeah. 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 And they want to find out who this person is. Okay. So it's him and Claire, and then they recruit some help. I don't know who referred them. Maybe they mentioned in the movie, but Ving Rames and Leon. His Ving Rames's reputation precedes him. Like they talk about how he's a best hacker. He hacked yeah. NATO. Yeah, he's the tech guy. Yeah, Krieger was Claire's pick. Okay. And you kind of fit, you kind of put the two and two together because she's French, right? And he's, I, I think so. And he's I think also she's French, and Jean Reno is yeah. also yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I said Russian guy, but it's um, <laughs> he seems like he could be. Yeah, yeah, no, he'd play a good Russian. Yeah. Um, so they come up with this plan, and essentially the plan is, you know, there is no way of other way into this room where they could download it from this main server, um, because the, they won't be able to bypass the doors um, and mm-hmm. get in through the main door. The door. The floor is completely pressure sensitive and temperature sensitive and all that. Um, And so even if they could, the floors are only deactivated when the door has been unlocked so that security Mm -hmm. can come in and do their sweep and then walk out. But there's a weak spot. There's a vent at the very top of the room. One vent. And it has some lasers (laughs) that block the vent for the possibility of somebody going in through the ventilation system. Like... If they it's were big enough about for that, a person, yeah, exactly. Then change the vents. <laughs> yeah, why design it like this? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But so Ethan and what's the guy's name? You said John. Uh, there is John no, Renew is uh, Krieger. 
That's what Krieger his name Krieger. is. And then Ethan uh, and Krieger. Luther. Yeah. Yeah. Luther. Oh yeah. Now I remember Luther. Okay. So they um Krieger and Ethan are the ones that go through the vents. Um Luther's there as tech support helping with monitoring the security system when it's active and inactive or when the temperature rises too much or something. You know, all they, of that. Is, uh, they bug the only guy who can get into that room. So they yeah. put up they plant a bug on him. So Bing Rames can follow that. Do they get this girl that they know at a club? Is this that movie? She's a stripper or something like that. She helps no. the plant the bug on him. What uh -uh. movie is that? I don't know. It's a spy movie where they like they enlist some strippers, just random dancers. Uh, no, that like that they know to help. Plant. Oh, might be Ocean's Eleven. Anyway, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, no, it's just it's just Claire. Claire just uh, dresses up as somebody else, and she oh okay gets in there. Yeah. Yeah, so while Luther is on IT, um, Krieger and Ethan are in the vent and they're able to take the vent off. They use like this mirror that helps reflect and block the lasers so that they can get past them. And Krieger is basically there helping to descend Ethan down yeah. from a contraption. And or I think they had something automated and then it kind of broke and then Krieger has to basically do it all by hand or they had something some sort of leverage that allowed Krieger to just do it he just man, man handles it. it i don't yeah yeah they put I don't know they what they mount, were thinking they mount something above they do they mount like a, a fulcrum yeah. for the rope yeah but i don't i don't know what yeah. they were thinking when they like i w watch it and you'll get a, understand get a motor yeah <laughs> yeah get a motor or something like that um but anyway it's the real famous mission impossible scene right yeah. he's being suspended down he has to control everything, be real still. And then this rat starts to approach Krieger. Krieger gets a little distracted by it and all that. And he tries to take his knife out and kill it real quick so that it. And I think I think thinking back on the movie, he was thinking, what if the rat drops down and sets off the alarm? And that's why he killed it. It's because otherwise like, it seems it's like, like well I'm going to let go that? of Ethan <laughs> yeah <laughs> it'll be and fine and so Ethan almost gets dropped to the floor when he tries to kill this rat and he catches him last second and he has to do like the whole balancing thing and yeah and he's able to get the knock list get it downloaded get it on a disc and as he's starting to be pulled up beat of sweat it might have happened before but at some point it's, he's like still hanging and it's Yes. Blowing down his glasses. Yeah. And he sees yeah. a bead of sweat start to come down. And then he catches it, the first one, like on his glove or something like that. And then a second one occurs and it splashes and lands right when the door's about to open. Right? Uh -uh. Doesn't it? Doesn't there's, that happen? A, there's a there's a moment where they show like what could happen. Oh, and it's yeah, a cup on the counter, and it shows a beat yes. of sweat on the cup, and that hits the ground. That's the okay. You're picturing that's what, that. That's what I'm that doesn't picturing. Happen. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There they is a second beat thing. of sweat, but it ends up like this culminating in the first one. And that's yes. why it drips off of him. But yes, yeah. yes, okay, I remember now. You're right. When they're describing what they have to yes. do, yeah, you can. I can totally see that it. scene you're talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so yeah, he reels them back in. They escape. And then they meet back up together 
And this is where the whole, can I trust you? Can I trust you? I can't trust you thing happens with the four of them because Ethan has one disc, but he also has two discs or three discs. Yep. I don't know if he ever Krieger tries to say that he has the knock list. Exactly. There's this whole sleight of hand thing that Ethan mm-hmm. does. But it ends up being that Krieger did have the knock list, but he, but he got was him so to pissed it. that he threw it in the yes. trash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And because there's this temptation of like, I've got it. No, you don't have it. Like, mm-hmm. I have the most valuable thing ever and all that. Anyway, so now he has the real knock list. And I can't remember what happens between here very well and the train. I don't know if it does it go straight to the train? It does. Um, a little bit. There's between, a maybe? there's a brief thing between here and the train. Because you have him calling Kittredge about his parents, or his mom and his uncle, uh-huh. because uh, he faked some kind of drug related thing and made them go to jail. Like they okay. got arrested. Kittredge did that. So oh, Ethan goes to, to, to a payphone. Ethan out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ethan goes to a payphone and stays on the phone long enough just so they know that he's in London. That's right. Because but he someone wants to else was there. Them. Yeah. Someone else was there at the payphone. It was uh, Phelps. I remember now. And that was the big reveal. He mm-hmm. turns around after Ethan leaves the phone booth or something like that. And you're like, he's alive. He's alive. Was he? And it wasn't him in the car. It was the other girl in the car. Right. Correct. That, yeah. that blew up. And he thought Phelps both girls was were in the car he thought claire was in the car that's why he freaked out yeah and phelps was on the bridge mm-hmm. he gets shot oh that's all coming back to me <laughs> um when they're watching all this happen like people have some cameras on them and stuff like that and their glasses or in their ties or whatever spy stuff mm-hmm. and i remember in that first mission um ethan's watching the camera and sees phelps go there's somebody following me, you know, all, all this, and he makes it to a bridge, and then he sees a pistol go off, and yep. then Phelps go, Ethan. You, <laughs> I remember you the need to tell me it. what you think of that when you see that scene. Yeah, yeah. Watching it back, seeing a hand come around, <laughs> and that close, and like yeah, nothing. He doesn't try to stop him or anything, but yeah, gun goes off. He reaches and shows on the camera, Ethan, and he. His guy blood on his hands and he goes over the bridge. Okay. Yeah. So that's how he dies. He thinks that both ladies died in the um in the car when it blew up. And he was going sprinting towards the car and then Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's all flashing back to me. Okay. Fast back forward to um Phelps being alive. Does he meet up with Ethan? Um before the reveal on the train this okay. is i mean this is the scene where uh he talks to phelps at okay the, like after the payphone they're at the terminal yeah. the train station or whatever it is and they go and talk yeah and phelps is trying to describe what happened and why he didn't reveal himself until now in the back of the train right this is the whole no no no, no. this oh, is before okay. that so it's before it Entirely before. I, this part is real fuzzy. I can kind of picture it and kind of remember that, but it's real fuzzy for me. The way that they do this is Ethan's playing back the events from earlier in the movie while Phelps just, is trying to tell him what his like what happened to him. Yeah. Phelps is like 
you know, you know later that he's lying. Like, you know, yes. for sure he's lying. Right. Right. But in the movie, they show you like actual events. Like they show the, the retelling of the whole thing. Yeah. They show the yeah. truth. But when he's talking, he's contradicting what you see. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> and it's and, almost like intended to show how Ethan thought about it. Yes. When he's telling it back to you. But and when he's telling it back to him, and they're showing this because they show him pull out like the blood packet and sprinkle mm-hmm. and mush it on his hands and everything. Yeah. When he's retelling what happened, but you're actually seeing what's the truth. You realize the audience realizes that he's lying and obviously right. he can't be trusted, but I can't remember if you're meant to believe that Ethan is thinking of these, of these events as being true that Phelps is telling him, or if he figures it out later, they I make it remember. very, like I'm but that's entirely clear. Yeah, but that's part of the best thing about this movie. Yeah. Is because you are left guessing for a long time. It is much more of a psychological thriller than it is like just a pure action movie. This is uh, honestly this is my favorite Mission Impossible. <laughs> I agree. It is it is my favorite it's, because yeah. of that. It's just a total yeah. different feel from MI2 on. Yeah. Especially MI2. I don't yeah, know. Don't, no one talks John, about MI2. Hey, but John Woo. <laughs> John Woo man. Um, John Woo man. Uh, John Woo man. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing very good if I'm trying to retell this movie and anybody's trying to follow <laughs> along with me retelling it. You know what I mean? Like if you've uh, seen Mission Impossible and you're listening to me try to retell this, I know I'm a little bit over, all over the place, but that's how it's kind of rushing to me. Because I probably haven't watched this in the last five years. You're going to, I mean, that's good though, because when yeah, you I'm watch really it, enjoy it, it. Yeah, you're going to love it. Yeah, I'm going to really enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have that conversation. He reveals the truth to the audience, but you're not quite sure if Ethan knows that yet. Mm-hmm. So I think something happens where Max finally reaches out. Max ends up being a good guy. No, uh, let me not say it. Okay. Yeah, just wait for Yeah, wait till you watch. And they basically agree to a meet on this really high speed train going mm-hmm. from one place to another. I don't know the places. And so Ethan and um, Luther, and do all four of them get on the train? So is Krieger left behind? I know this Claire's is where, there. like, thinking about it now, uh huh. I don't know how. Like, it doesn't really explain. Doesn't show the the characters talk about this. Yeah. I guess you're left to think that Ethan is supposedly going on his own to do something and Claire doesn't know where he's going. Yeah. And Krieger is no longer with them. Yeah, and he Luther, ends up in a helicopter. Luther knows where Ethan is and so he is with Ethan. Yeah, and I think Ethan for whatever reason, I can't remember, there must be a partial scene or maybe not. He trusts Luther. Yes. So he knows that Luther's in his corner. Maybe he's not quite sure about Claire and Krieger. Like you said, he's gone and he ends up being the one in the helicopter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're on this train and they're supposed to be meeting up with Max and Ethan's looking around on the train, I think, and eventually makes it towards the back or middle or whatever, a cargo car. Mm -hmm. And he... I don't know if he has a gun at this point or not. He's pointing at him, but he thinks the person with their back to them is Max. And then he turns around and it's Phelps. 
That's how the <laughs> interaction happens initially. <laughs> I think. Let me just say that's what I think happened. Okay. I can't remember. Regardless, Phelps and Ethan have a face to face in this yeah. like cargo area. Yeah. Phelps pulls a gun on Ethan. Yeah. Um, and then they had this big conversation about like, give me the knock list because Phelps Phelps was trying to steal it to begin with, and then sell it to Max like he wanted it all along or something like mm-hmm. that. So he's the mole. He was the mole. Um, yeah. yeah, he was the mole. And was Claire his lover, wife, his daughter, his wife, and a wife <laughs> all along, right? And wife. Yeah, no. I know because the <laughs> the age difference is yeah, it's pretty clear, obvious. pretty obvious. Yeah. But were they married the whole time? Like, was yes. that okay? Okay, I couldn't remember. Um, so she was just partially seducing him just to gain his trust. Mm-hmm. Um, but she betrayed Ethan to Phelps, and she's back there with him, right? At the time of the meeting, I think so. But here's the part that's a little fuzzy, fuzzy about this meeting is because he was telling him the lies earlier. I can't right. remember if Phelps totally divulges the entire truth or if it's Ethan that's like, oh, I know the truth and I'm going to reveal it to you. Phelps and asks him, was it, he, he basically says like, when did you figure it out? Yeah. And he said it was. Uh, the Drake Hotel. Yeah. It was but the I, Bible. I can't remember that. Oh, the Bible. And I just can't remember the. Like those damn giddies. How he connected Bibles. Yeah. How he connected it. But anyway, I don't remember how they fight. Maybe there's a little a break in the train or something like that that causes a jostle or something. But Ethan's able to get away. Phelps goes chasing after them. Him. Ethan ends up on the roof first. Opposite. Phelps gets up on the roof. Ethan's chasing him because Phelps is he got the knock list from Ethan right already no because Max already has it Luther's meeting with Max Max is on the train as well yes yeah yeah I know that he's uh, Ethan basically told Max the knock list is under your seat and then they start to upload they're trying to upload it I guess onto the internet Uh, transfer and and Luther is kind of intercepting it or something like that yeah okay he's on the train too and he's got like a laptop so while they're trying to do it okay I remember and God, who plays Max (laughs) who is it it's it's a lady yeah Max is a woman yeah it's not it's not Judy Dench no but she's a I mean she was a relatively well known yeah i know i just can't picture her face i can't Um, picture her face i mean especially like (laughs) help me (laughs) before the 2000s i think vanessa redgrave that's her name redgrave you'd recognize her i think i know yeah if i saw her face i'd be like oh duh that's what i'm trying to picture anyway so He's chasing because I think he just wants revenge or to catch him or turn him in or whatever. He's chasing Phelps. Phelps goes to the roof of the train. It's a very high speed train. Cool effects for the time this movie was made. And he is trying to help Krieger, who's brought a helicopter up to get him. And he anchors the helicopter to the train. Yeah. And I think the idea is that they were supposed to eventually find the knock list and then use that to escape. 
Like, no, they just need to escape remember. with their money. Like that's the idea. Is he Phelps has the money that Max gave him, I guess, and he just needs to get the hell out of there. But they're oh okay, yeah. Max paid Phelps because Phelps was getting Ethan to bring the knock list. Mm-hmm. Basically, okay, that was kind of the like, arrangement. Okay, Max, uh, basically, the mission failed originally yeah. to get knock list to Max, right, and then. Ethan wanted to meet Max. And she's like, well, why would I trust you to do anything? He's like, I'm going to get you the knock list. And she's like, okay, well, what do you want from me? And then he said an amount of money. And then he said a meeting with uh, Job. Who is uh, Jim Phelps? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But anyway, they're on the roof. Yeah. Ethan catches up with them. Um, I can't remember exactly how the because before getting to the front of the train and the whole red light green light thing um, happens and it blows them onto the or from the helicopter onto the train. How does it get up onto the helicopter? So there's a tunnel. tunnel. Yeah, no, there's a tunnel on the helicopter from the tunnel. (laughs) The helicopter goes into the tunnel. Yeah. And uh, there's just enough space above the train for the helicopter to have the um, the things under it, the rails, the yeah, landing yeah. rails under it, level with the top of the train. So Jim and, gets onto that. Yeah. Okay. And then Tom, uh, Tom Cruise, <laughs> Ethan Tom, Hunt, he jumps. Yeah. Tom Cruise, <laughs> he just jumps from the yeah. train. To the other rail, and then he climbs up and he yeah. smacks the gum. On He's the on thing. the windshield, yeah, and he does that. And I can't remember. Are they both on there at that point? Yeah, both Krieger and Phelps. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I could picture it. I just couldn't. Like the people are fuzzy, and then the fighting from the roof to the front of the train was a little fuzzy. But yes, he does get on the helicopter. He uses the gum again, and he screams it. Red light. Like, he has to say it, it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just so just you like, know remember this <laughs> and he smashes it on the windshield and they're like both they both get wide-eyed and then he jumps at the last second the explosion pushes him back onto the train yeah and then he gets on the train um and is able to get out of there alive the rest so of that's a little fuzzy too. The, the yeah, the helicopter explodes, oh. and crashes, and then they the break they break yeah. the train. Yes, because and they think there's a helicopter behind them, so they're gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, and I remember, <laughs> I remember now. Uh, Phelps kills Claire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during that altercation in the cargo thing, he like just while he's pointing it at Ethan, he turns and he shoots her. That's yeah. how he begins his escape. Yeah, and she apologizes. I think, and then I don't yeah. remember. Um, and then I don't remember how the movie ends entirely. I just remember that bit, and I can't re- fully remember the resolution. I think he meets back up with Kittredge at one one point, and Kittredge is like, "Oh, this is real nasty business, or whatever, and it's going to take forever to sort out, or something." Or he thanks him for everything that he did. maybe (laughs) i'm trying to i'm trying to picture some of the scenes he finds max 
uh, Kittredge finds Max. Yeah, okay. And then and that's why he wanted says, to come to London. Yeah, yeah, she says, my lawyers are going to have a field day with this. And he's like, why don't we just keep the lawyers out of this? Yeah. And then he also saw Phelps because uh, Ethan put the glasses on. He's like, yeah, I'm not the only yeah, one who's seen yeah, you alive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's whenever he starts to freak out a little bit in the first. Yeah. And, and then he takes it off. He's like, it's over. Yeah. I remember kind of like he the throws gesture. him at him. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. He throws, yeah, he throws him at him. He puts his hands up. Like, it's over. like covered in body armor now because he did yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but no, I can't remember exactly. There are like two scenes after. The ends. Yeah, um, I know. It's, and it's kind of. I'll, I'll let you watch it. And, see. and then all of a sudden, the Mission Apostle music goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a struggle because I could. It's starting to come back to me as I'm thinking harder about it, but. I see so much. <laughs> it's like too much is coming back to me at it's once. Like, the, like, where does that fit? It's literally like the opening of the movie because they just show the whole movie before it even starts. They show like that's right. A trailer the, at the beginning with the fuse burning. It keeps mm -hmm. doing these flashes of scenes. Yep. Yeah, that's right. It even shows him being blown off of the helicopter onto the right. train. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Forgot about that. Um, but yeah, like just remembering that I didn't picture it before. I could picture the exact like black cargo nets and everything and them standing there and it's darkly lit on the train. And then after talking about the helicopter and everything, then I remember him pointing the gun at Claire. Like it's, it's all flashing to me yeah. and it's just trying to move the puzzle pieces in place. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's yeah, a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's halfway decent. Yeah, yeah, you, you basically too got it. bad. You basically, <laughs> basically got it. I just remember the the knock list. The, the knock, knock list. It's gotta. I gotta look up that. You should, uh, you should count how many times they say knock. They list. do. They do. If that'd be a good Mission Impossible drinking game, just, just <laughs> knock, the knock list. Yeah, the knock list. The knock list. So catchy. I'm sure it they is. thought that when they <laughs> when the yeah. writers wrote it. Oh, but yeah, yeah, this is. I mean, we could talk about it more after I watch it. But like, yeah, this is for sure the best Mission Impossible. Yeah. From from a filmmaking, uh, filmmaking and yeah. story, in my opinion, yeah, like, I don't agreed. know. I would have to. I've only seen like from the fourth one on. Yeah, each movie once. I haven't okay. rewatched them really. Ghost Protocol is pretty good. That's the fourth Ghost one. Pro, I think it's the fifth. I think it's the fifth. Or is that um, Nation? I think See, Rogue I Nation's. The, I think Rogue Nation's the fourth <laughs> one, and then Ghost Protocol's the fifth one. Um, and then I've seen the one with what's his name, uh, Henry Cavill. I think the sixth one, the second uh, from last. Gun, the reloading guns scene. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that one a couple times because that one is that one. I do remember. As, is it Fallout? I think it's Fallout. Fallout. Yeah, yeah. As and, far as a action movie goes, that's pretty perfect. That did have, yeah, there were, it felt like there were more stakes in that one for some reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And twists. But like and I've only seen it once, so I need, I don't remember exactly why I felt that way. You should rewatch right. that one. That one is like, that's just like a fun, good movie to watch. Good action and all that. And so they basically transitioned from the very first movie being a, a psychological thriller injected sure. with action. Yeah. yeah. To being a 
action. Just action. It is really like they try to inject some like uh, spy. I feel like the second one is just strictly action. I don't remember much of it other than that. And then, but it's so, it's so different from the first one. It's so different. Completely different director and storytelling. yeah. Yeah. And then the third one is when they try to, they took maybe like 15% of what mm-hmm. made the first one good and then put it yeah. into the action. Right. And then after that, like they found a good formula for making an entertaining movie, but that's really all it is. Like, yeah, the spy story aspect of the rest of the movies are kind of lackluster. It's like, oh, evil organization is about to destroy the world with weapons of mass destruction. Now we got to mm-hmm. figure out where they are type thing. And then just rinse and repeat. Much different than the very first movie. There's got to be anyway. at least one scene that's similar to when they break in to get the knock list. Could be at least one. Yeah. It's an. It's got to be not in there. Then it's the not a mission thing. possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mask thing. Yeah. yeah. They kind of overdid that, like there in the middle of the series. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to go go watch this one. I think it's going to be really good. All right, so that's what I'm going to go do. I'm going to watch this movie, and um, if you all are happening to want to go play red light green light uh, i'm going to give you some audio that you can queue up and use to play that game red light! Green light! all right so mission impossible <laughs> <laughs> it was well yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you what do you want to know from me Okay, uh, compared to the other ones you've seen, what do you think? It was good, but interestingly enough, I thought that it, not that it sucked or anything like that, but I, you know, in the first half of this, we were giving it big props about how it was much more of a suspense and the thriller mm-hmm. and, and all of that. But actually, like, I understand where the other movies came from. Because I, I made a few okay. notes, I'll go over them, but like... Um, a lot of the gimmicks that are in the other movies that they yeah. in tropes that they pulled in, they're from this movie. Yeah, <laughs> but it's <laughs> I think it's the way it's directed, and the it's not as polished. It's a little more gritty. Mm-hmm. The production value is a little lower. I think all of that kind of adds to the. It, it doesn't seem like it's just a purely action movie and has mm-hmm. all these little gimmicks like the masks and all that but i think that's what shifted it but really there are like everything that they do in the later movies they do in this one yeah yeah they do this was the except for making it the focus of uh the movie yeah and then yeah 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 what else um, I, I got I got a little half page of notes, <laughs> so I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to just talk the whole time. If you have something you want to know from me, so I want to say like you know, there's a lot of focus on the on the knock list and how they the get it in Langley, and yeah. then the train scene. But there's not a lot of focus given to the mole hunt at the beginning of the movie, which is mm-hmm. like referenced multiple times. Yeah. So what did you think about that? Uh, I totally kind of forgot about it because I think you helped me a little bit there whenever he met with Kittredge and he's like, it's a mole hunt. But uh, as I was watching it, I was like, I forgot about all the other little little agents at the first mission Mm -hmm. that are all watching them. 
um, and reporting back in. And that Ethan, when he met with Kittredge, he was explaining, like, why was there another team? The mm-hmm. team that I saw at the party, which was kind of a cool part because it kind of pointed out, like, he's a really good spy. Right. Like, they, they don't recognize everyone. At like, the party. They, in, the, in the movie, they don't give any attention to any of those people. Mm-mm. No. Like, at all. And then There's he's a, just on yeah. top of it when he gets in the meeting. You're like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's one. Yeah. There's one part where you know somebody's watching him, and that's whenever it's down by the river. Yeah, and the, but that just shows he puts his hand up to his ear. But mm. but yeah, like I kind of forgot about that and trying to recall it, um, which is good. But what if they? Well, I guess they couldn't have told him because they needed. They didn't know who it was. They didn't know who the mole was, so they couldn't no, tell they the didn't. team at all. Mm-mm. But they could have helped save. <laughs> the people that were dying <laughs> they just let them die yeah. just, yeah. like no intervention like no like, died. <laughs> yeah no break protocol go save them no nope. it's just oh that whole team's dying let's just see where this goes <laughs> yeah um i forgot about the first the very first scene and yeah. watching this movie again it all came flashing back to me like it was very easy to start to remember it once sounds dumb but once i saw it i knew it (laughs) but it was kind of true like as soon as it it started i was like oh i forgot about this i forgot about that um but yeah that very first scene where they have the fake room and ethan's in a mask trying to get this guy to reveal his source or whatever it is the name um that's gonna go sell the list or whatever uh yeah. yeah yeah glitzen um that's one of the gimmicks that's in the future movies. They have him in a fake hospital. That one guy that has that manifesto that's a part of the syndicate or whatever. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they put him in a face, fake hospital bed and make him think that his plan worked. And so then he reveals his secrets and only to find out they're in masks in a fake room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's in the future movies. But in this one... It's not as, oh, this must be fake. It wasn't as obvious, but maybe it's because it's the first one. Maybe. Maybe that's the whole thing. It's it's the first one, so it doesn't seem so used. So the first one, the whole mask thing in the first one was very practical, whereas in the (laughs) third one, they just CG the whole Mm -hmm. thing. And the masks are readily now, all the time yeah i'll admit that they do that at the end of this movie with john Voigt. you know i thought the exact same thing like how the yeah. hell did they have time to make a mask yeah it, yeah yeah but like a perfect mask yeah um or maybe they have some of every team member just laying around stashed away i don't know <laughs> i don't know i either. don't know <laughs> they try to explain it in like is it mission impossible three or four uh you know, they have this mobile mask yeah, yeah. kit. That's, they, that's three. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, try they to explain Philip it more often. Yeah. Like we can make a mask in an instant. All we need is a good scan or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The things I wrote down that I know I missed and things uh, that were interesting to me, the people that were all staring at them. If you watch the party, not just that couple down by the river, mm-hmm. but if you watch the party, 
you can catch party members like just staring at him. Yeah, at and other team members. The what's her face, uh, Hannah, at the top of the stairs. Yeah, when she's changing her lenses, there's mm-hmm. literally the guy right behind her, behind her, staring, staring at her. her. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. All the people staring at him. Um, and then Jack being in the very beginning of the. Yeah, know, Jack. You completely movie. forgot about Jack. Yeah, totally <laughs> forgot about Jack and Emilio Estevez. Emilio. <laughs> pretty awesome and he dies immediately yes in yeah. a, a we t- i think we talked about it when i started to remember it yeah a, after we got off yeah dumb way yeah i don't know I, if elevators are actually designed every, like that <laughs> yeah every time i watch this i'm like what is that supposed to be because it's so brief that what you see it's so mm-hmm. brief it just because it shows up. it shows like these clamps that come down that you think he's going to get stabbed by and then at the last second some random jagged pole comes down and yeah. stabs them. Yeah. They're all like, it's like teeth that open up and yeah. it just, I'm not entirely sure what the point was. And I wasn't sure if the people that work there put that there yeah. or if it was uh, Phelps that yeah. installed it before. I don't know. Like there's nothing obvious about it and it only opens up when it goes all the way to the top. Yeah. So, and he stayed like squatting up, staring at it instead of, trying to lay down or bust it would have the elevator or something made almost more sense if he just got smushed i don't know yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah. i guess they and it doesn't really match with the rest of the movie like some of the movies gruesome but that seems like out of place gruesome yeah you know well it's yeah. that that very brief like yes just goes <laughs> slightly through his head and they cut yes. yeah and then they cut um mm-hmm. But I forgot about like they're waiting on the elevator and Jack's struggling to get it to work. And so they're standing there yeah. like incognito making jokes about Jack. Yeah. Um, like uh, that date with so-and-so was definitely off. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, that first mission, they do a really good job of you not knowing who the bad guy is. Aside from if someone was really watching this and they're like, why aren't they showing what John Voight's doing on the computer? Um. Unless you just were being critical of the movie, you'd have no idea he was the bad guy. You just mm-hmm. think he died. Um, yep. By someone who problem. went around him with the gun pointed yeah. towards himself. <laughs> 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 Ethan? Yeah. Ethan? Ethan? That was pretty cool. <laughs> um, there's... Yeah, the, the, I mean, we already pointed out the other agents that witnessed the knifing. I forgot Sarah is, she dies at the gate. It's mm-hmm. her that he's like got the bloody knife and blood on him. Um, and then he checks the guy's coat, but the knock list is already taken. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, the mole hunt. They think it's Ethan. And I kind of forgot the reason why they thought it was Ethan, but I guess it was just because he's the only survivor. He's the only survivor. That's it. And so, yeah, Kittredge is not a bad guy. He's a good guy who thinks he's doing the right thing. Like, I think I got them all. We have them all. There's people trying to sell secrets. It must be Ethan. Um, and then there's that redemption at the end because uh, he, he uh, Ethan gets him to go to the train station yeah. and gives him the call. watch. And yeah. Yep. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. I forgot the line. You've never seen me upset. Yeah, you seem upset, Ethan. You've never seen me upset. Um, <laughs> the 
I wanted to point it out because it's just dumb, but I get it. It was at the advent, the horizon of the internet. But his <laughs> internet search scene. Yeah. Uh, I totally forgot about it. One. And uh, the the thing that we just don't, we take for granted now is yeah. uh, how it's like a one-to-one <laughs> yeah, screen. Connection. Yeah. The, like the screen's just a square. You know, yeah. We all have widescreens now, but the square screen was, that got me. Especially the like, Oculus with Langley. He, he was connected to what CIA server and I then don't know. he searches he searches internet search and then it brings up in the same box that he starts searching for Job. And Good. it does show yeah. some websites and I get it, he was like trying to go to every reference of Job uh three fourteen. There was only hundred and forty one. Yeah. <laughs> or and so he contacted all of them. Yeah. But it was just the scene was way too long. They have him like <laughs> right at the beginning of the scene. Mm-hmm. When he first starts using the laptop, he searches for one thing and then he acts like he's exhausted. Which I get it. He was, you know, he's up and that was the same day. Yeah, the like he never Yeah, he never went to bed or anything. Yeah. But like the first typed word, he goes, oh. <laughs> and like, this research is so hard. It's like those scenes where it's like I'm grinding research to try to figure this out. Oh, yeah. Except yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not grinding and it's, it probably would take 10 <laughs> that's, minutes. That's a trope, I guess. The, yeah. Any kind of hacking. computer work. Yeah. Hacking. Yeah. Hacking. Lots of typing. Hacking. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I saw that and I was like, man, this is real goofy. And I guess back then nobody knew any better. They didn't know any different. So nobody would have thought any different, but yeah, going back and watching it, goofy scene that took 10 minutes it was way mm. too long it should have just been a quick scene uh let's see um oh man why did i write this down the signal chase signal chase on the train no before before the train yeah because the next thing i wrote down was the runs <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Because I thought oh, because of the guy, yeah, yeah, I thought that's what they gave him, but then they just he vomited. But I swear, I thought it was like whatever she squirts in with her pin. I thought it gave him the runs, but no, he. Oh, what does that away. remind me of? It's that's like in the, a few movies, right? Where they just yeah, like, somebody does one with eye that. drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's is yeah. that Dumb and Dumber? I think the eye drops is Dumb and Dumber. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's but right. Then like the Miralax drink. What is that from? Oh no. Uh it's just like stirred into a drink. It's from Oh, I can kind of picture that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it looks what like it's coffee slash uh-huh. something else. What movie is that? And there's ice know. in it too, I think. Hopefully it'll uh, come to you. Yeah. But I can it kind won't. of picture it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it'll be signal after chase. we record. Signal chase. Eh, I don't remember. The only signal um, I can think of is when she's trying to it has to do with Max. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Max's right penthouse. And when they're like, this is yes. the real Knockless. And he's like, go ahead, exactly. turn it on. Yeah, turn it on. Yeah. The, See what happens. I, it was uh, the dude walking through the room with like a, uh, whatever it's called. <laughs> what did they call it uh, from Ghostbusters? Yeah, Probably I was just thinking that. <laughs> yeah, like he's just like, "What's up here?" <laughs> I thought there was no goofy. ghost. <laughs> yeah. and they're wearing the white coats too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They're trying yeah. to be incognito, but anyway, 
They're scientists. Um, <laughs> they go. We already mentioned this, but I do stand by it. I think it does. The movie works because it's not about Ethan Hunt. He might be the subject of what they believe um, to be the person from the mole, mole hunt, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not okay. We have to break in the CIA. What can we do to get Ethan into the CIA? Um, what does Ethan have to do that's so extraordinary? Does he have to mm-hmm. jump off this? Does he have to hold his breath? Right. No, it's just how do we get into the CIA? Ethan just happened to be the guy going into the mainframe. Like it, they could have flipped it or something like that, or had Ethan doing something else, and that's it probably it. would have yep. worked. But he just happens to be their most experienced point man. That's it. Yeah. That's the only yeah. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. And they carried this forward through the other movies where they explain how complicated it's going to be like very oceans 11 like mm-hmm. heist um oh this is exactly how hard it's going to be uh the room was sound temperature and pressure all three things um i think i said that it was just like the pressure and sound or something like that but yeah temperature also yes uh <laughs> the line that Kittress says, I kind of f- forgot about it, and it's very throwaway. But the dude that messed up, um, that was in charge of the mainframe room, and he's yeah. just standing there waiting for his Sent judgment. To Alaska, Alaska. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I want him uh, in Alaska. Close. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I want yeah. him in Alaska, manning a radar station by the end of the day. He... Mail him his clothes. He was low key one of my favorite characters in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan. Is the way he delivered his lines and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's good. But yeah, that line was just funny. Mail him his clothes. Like I want him gone now. Yeah, he doesn't get to go home. Nothing. Yeah. Um. So the scene we had talked about this, and I couldn't remember exactly how it played out, and you were reminding me. But the scene between John Voight and Tom Cruise, Ethan and uh, Phelps where Phelps is trying to tell him exactly what happened and we're seeing the truth mm-hmm. because Ethan says the re I figured it out when um, I saw the Bible. So before he saw him in London, are you talking about uh, on the train when they meet or before? No, that? no. Uh, when they meet in by the phone booth. Okay. And Phelps is like, you know, uh, this is this is what happened. But we're being shown what mm-hmm. happened. You know, him pulling the trigger to blow up the car because he wasn't sure if it was, uh, whatever her name was, Duvall, Claire, or Claire, Claire Phelps, yeah, or or if it was just Phelps. Anyway, as he's explaining it, and Ethan or we're being shown, the audience is being shown the clips of what actually happened. Um, instead of the lie that Phelps is feeding him. What we're being shown is what Ethan suspects. Because, because I think we were on the fence, like, we don't know if it was at that point Ethan's perspective or if we were just being shown so the audience is aware. But Ethan says to Phelps at the very end, you know, Phelps asks him, when did you know? Yeah. Ethan the, says, before at the end of the London. Yeah. yeah, he says before London. Yeah. Therefore, the conversation that happened at London must yeah. have been, yeah, what Ethan suspected. 
Which it's is when you're still really good. It's when you're watching the movie, you know, the the style of films that you're used to seeing with mm-hmm. spy thrillers. You when you they show you the past, you right. expect it to be like either it's either the explanation or it's very obvious that it's something different. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's usually a preceding dialogue that confirms what it's going to be, but that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. It's just no. the truth. And you're yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah. Are we supposed to believe Phelps or are we believing what, we're watching? what we're watching? Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And usually it's done in a different order. Usually mm-hmm. that would have happened on the train at the end. Exactly. That's exactly which, what. Yeah. Which yeah. it works. Like yeah. doing it this way actually helps you as the audience member be like, what's going on? Like, like you're with Ethan the whole time. Yeah. And that's why that's how I like that. Yeah. Very like good. I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, the other thing I think that really sells this one above the others is death. Like team members died. Oh, yeah. The stakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the stakes are more real. I think it grounds the movie more mm-hmm. in reality because in the future, in the other movies, uh, side characters that are meant to just elevate Ethan's emotional journey die. You know, love interests, things mm-hmm. like that. But nobody from the core team dies. Um, all of that. So it's only bad guys that meet yep. their demise from here on out. But in the first one, he loses his whole team to the, the villain. Whole team. Yeah. And he's alone. Even, even the new team that gets brought on, Krieger ends up betraying him. You know, like yeah. And Claire ends up dying and she's a part of you and know she, the, turned the out second she team betrayed him too yeah exactly Ish. so yeah. Yeah, luther was the only good one yeah luther <laughs> <laughs> and i kind of love i mean we we already said that we knew he was in this uh ving rames um but i love that he he's in it for he's the only other character in the whole series that's been in it for every movie alongside tom cruise yeah except yeah. i think Maybe two and three. I don't know if he's in three. I thought he was in three. I thought he was I remember seeing him. One. He comes back after an absence. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. So it's still like the most. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Because they introduce uh, um, Simon Pegg in four. I think. And I then think he's from so. four on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and re- we already mentioned it. Rebecca Ferguson. I think she joined in. Fifth one, it might be the fourth one. Don't know. Fifth one, and then she's <laughs> it's like on number nine now or something, anyway. Uh, but yeah, those deaths just really like, oh, this is a normal, this isn't just an action movie, this is a yeah, thriller, yeah, thriller. Um, the visual effects of the train, excellent, so good. The I was looking into that a little bit. Um, they were trying to get access to the actual French train. Uh, they couldn't, of course, but they got uh, another train. They did exterior shots of that blue screen, other stuff, but it was the the wind that sold the wind. <laughs> one hundred and forty so miles good. per hour is how yeah. how fast that was. <laughs> it was so good in the way they comped them, like onto the train surface and the background. Like if you watch it and you watch it really critically, you can find flaws, obviously. But yeah. like when you just watch it for the scene. I mean, it's so good 
mm-hmm. when Ethan's laying down with one arm and his hair is being like mashed down to his face. And it's like he, no, it's looking fast. <laughs> yeah. And it's looking down the train to John Voight in the same shot being blown by the wind. It's just like they're on top of that train. Yeah. Going 140 miles an hour. Like it sells it. And I bet you if it was that same scene was done today, it would not work. You'd be yeah. totally in disbelief. Yeah. You know, you see, you watch some movies where they try to do something similar and yeah. they just don't, it doesn't hit right because they don't yeah. have that same wind effect. Except for, I say that I take a, I partially take it back because it's Tom Cruise and he loves doing his own stunts and mm-hmm. over the top stuff. Maybe he would get on top of a train and they would do it practically. Right? Yeah. I think the train actually go, it goes way faster than that, but I don't, yeah. I think it's like 250 or something. Oh God. I don't that know if I'm insane. right. <laughs> it's a ridiculous um, speed. Um, uh, I, the other two things that I noticed was Ethan uh, yelling, which I just thought it was kind of cool. Um, I wonder if it was scripted or not. Um, but when he connects the helicopter by the cable to the train <laughs> yeah. and then it rolls over, he just yells, but it's from inside the helicopter. Right. So you can't hear him, but he like yells like, like it's such a human thing to do. Like, I got you, son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, Screw you. Like, you're not getting out of here. And he yells like a battle cry. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Like, it's very human. Yes. To have done yes. that. I was wrong. Yeah. It was it's 225 kilometers per hour. Oh, okay. So what like well, 100 140 miles. I saw the 225 and I thought <laughs> anyway, I don't, know, I don't know kilometers to miles. Yes. And um, last thing is as I forgot that end scene which is the beer with Luther. Yeah. Just asking him it's basically the letting him know that Ethan's been exonerated and Luther asking if he's going to go back to work. And Luther being also being put back on the the good list mm-hmm. and um Ethan asking like how does it feel to be a normal citizen totally forgot about that and yeah. it wraps up the movie and sets you up for the next one because and he get, he's on, on the plane yeah he's on the plane perhaps yeah. uh something from the I don't remember Danish <laughs> cinema <laughs> yeah something cinema yeah yeah oh I think she says something uh from the Caribbean or something like that and then she names an island or something yeah yeah Aruba yeah I think it's Aruba yeah 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 um great yeah great movie totally fun uh it keeps you on the edge of your seat and it does everything that you want it to do and the acting's not horrible i don't think uh tom cruise is bad in this at all i think it's his best acted uh among the movies Mm -hmm. yeah because it feels like he has character he does and then, and like the other, later, they just strip that and make him just a doer. Man. That's yeah. A, yeah, he just does. That's all you get. That's a really good point. In this movie, he's left to figure it out. Not mm-hmm. his team. You know, nobody else on his team is there to help him figure out who the bad guy is or anything like that. Claire can't, obviously, because she betrays him. So, really, he's left to figure out the mystery and do the things. But you're yep. right. In the future ones, he's just there to do. He's just there to do. And I'm not sure if that was uh, Tom Cruise's decision to just stop acting. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I doubt it, but I know he had a heavy hand in. Right. I don't know when he started, uh, like having a heavy hand in producing these movies, but now because, he's like single-handedly like, doing it. He did the firm, a uh, few good men, like thrillers. He did some yeah. thrillers back in the nineties, and then he like after Collateral, I can't think of a movie off the top of my head that he did where it wasn't action. Like he did Jack Reacher and but that was action. Yeah. yeah. And some others that good, were but action. Yeah. That <laughs> action probably has he was just a, cruising after I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> just to be on that cruise subject, uh yep. be on cruise control here. I uh <laughs> I think we've I've mentioned this before, but uh <laughs> was that a good joke? That was really stupid. Like that? <laughs> um I love the car chase scene in hit in the Jack Reacher movie. So good. I can't really remember. I saw that movie once. Maybe it's silent. There's no music. Mm -hmm. And so it's all just sound effect, car sound effect. Um, and they, the way it's edited and the way the sound design is done, it seems like it's not just generic car noise, you know, laid over top of everything. It seems like it's all, real you're in the car you can feel every gear shift you can hear it um the camera's inside the car a lot like it's very good very good car chasing he i was just thinking about how he's probably spending all of his time prepping for all the stunts he's doing that he has no time to prep acting (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah that's gotta be it i haven't watched collateral in a while but that is a that's one on my list that i just haven't watched but i want to rewatch. that's one of my favorites michael mann just love that as a thriller action i think there's a new michael mann movie coming out soon he's making heat too i think oh Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, my uh, my (laughs) bring back everybody a bunch of old dudes yeah Trying to resurrects Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, aren't you dead? No. Yeah. They kept me alive. Yeah. They kept me alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was Mission Impossible. Um I don't really have anything else to say about it. Yeah. I mean, I did forget a lot. I I know that. I forgot a lot. I think I mentioned a lot of what I forgot, but yeah. Um I forgot the very first scene. Forgot have the you last seen scene. any of the original show? No. No. I read on the trivia that um, I, at least Phelps's character was a main character in the show. Okay. And they, they asked everyone from the original series to come back and like kind of pass the torch to the new people. And after okay. reading the script, they all refused. They really? all said no. Yep. Every single one. I mean, I don't know what the show was like. Was it too serious or something? Or it was. I watched one episode once, and I was like, "This is really good." As far as the writing of the, like the scenarios, yeah, that they had, like the plot and solving the the problems with Spycraft, yeah, that was good. I didn't finish the episode because it it is old <laughs> and it's paced really slowly (laughs) very slowly very slowly um but uh yeah i was just amazed that none of them wanted to come back because phelps ends up being a bad guy and i kind of get that 
but also yeah. makes for a great movie. Like the mm-hmm. the double the narrative is, you don't know who. Yeah, compelling. Who. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spy versus spy. Very fun stuff yeah. when it's done fun right. Stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. Um, trying to think of anything else that I forgot to write down about it, but um, oh yeah, Mike Max. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Once I saw her face, I was like, oh, yeah, that's her. I don't remember her name, but like, <laughs> right. I was like, oh, yeah, it's that lady. It's um, that lady. And I kind of forgot how flirty she was with Ethan. Mm-hmm. Very attracted to him because of his uh, aggressiveness. Yeah. His prowess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Um, and Luther trying to jam the signal while they're on the train. Yeah, with a cell phone. <laughs> Yeah, and then that guy hands it to him. He's, he's like, like, you forgot this. And thanks. all the phones around him are <laughs> yeah. like going it's off. Like, Gee, thanks. And now he can't not, you know, go back. Yeah. That blonde guy with the hair. Yeah. <laughs> the blonde. That blonde guy. Yeah. <laughs> the the guy dude from. The uh, oh, wow. Um, uh, the guy from. I don't from, know what he's from. Um, no, I was just going to make a joke. He was going to be uh, the dude from uh, Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, the ballet dancer I can't remember the actor's name I can't either but yeah, yeah it's totally that guy just generic long blonde hair big dude uh, Andreas Wisniewski he's mm. a German uh-huh. so he would have worked yeah he would have worked he would have been perfectly fine oh he is in that yeah. movie holy crap he isn't Die Hard oh no <laughs> he's way. his brother he's the younger brother like uh, yeah oh. It's him. But he had short hair. Yeah, he had short hair and glasses. Same guy. But if wow. you look at his face, you're right. It's totally him. It is him. Huh. I love how we caught that. Put, put glasses <laughs> on him and cut his hair off. and Yep. Uh, put a Same. sweater on him with ho, ho, ho. Same dude. Yeah. Wow. Well, he was, he was a great uh, character actor. No. <laughs> he had no lines. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, that just reminded me of something though on the train oh um they don't really i don't think they did a really good job of giving you that drake hotel thing like if you're watching this movie you're like what what do you mean like how was that your clue that right (laughs) like so it's because he knew that the alias Job used, yeah. yeah. The alias Job, you get that from the reading the Bible, I guess. And I guess yeah. he read the Bible at Drake Hotel when he was staying there, and he stole yeah. it so he could remember the Bible yes. verses when he talks to Mac. But that's a lot uh, of like <laughs> I figured that of it is a pretty big eventually. Leak. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like even as Ethan, you're probably like, mm, that's a yeah. stretch, but I yeah. guess it makes sense. I had to stop and think about it only because I knew that was the clue. And I was like, okay, so how does he get there? Okay, he he remembers that he mentioned the Drake Hotel. And the fact that he mentioned that hotel means that it was in his brain somehow. And that Bible was in his safe house. Okay. So the yeah. dumbest part of this movie is the fact that Phelps shows his face before the train. That's, he did not have to do that. I he think, could have just. Yeah, you're right. He, he could have. Stayed a ghost. But and, I guess the point was. Uh, to get Ethan to try to help him take down yeah. Kittredge and ensure that he gets the money. It was because like Ethan had the knock list. Yeah, he did. 
but yeah. I was like, no point to do that. I didn't see other than yeah. that was a real leap of faith. Yeah. On Phelps' part to think that he would do that. But if he's I'm pretty in... sure if if Ethan had not seen him, I'm not yeah. sure that he would have made that connection. But as soon as right. he saw him, thought of yeah. the yeah. the Drake Hotel Bible, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm. Yeah. And if he stayed hidden and he let Ethan go through the deal like he was intending on to get Job to come out of hiding, um, Ethan would have run back to the cart to go get the money and boom, shoot him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, shoot. Yeah. And he shot him, shot him anyway. He let him reach in and put those glasses on. Yeah. He... Like as soon as you're reaching, like, <laughs> I, 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 so, what are you doing? Hands, hands what are you, let see me him. see what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Put those like, glasses on. Let me understand. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, Instead, just... <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> and I don't understand why he had to kill Claire. I mean, I, I think get he... it to help him get away, but. I think he thought of it like uh, she cheated on me kind of situation. Yeah. And she's useless now. Uh, I guess that was his view. Yeah. Mm. Was this his plan the whole time? Like how long they've been married? And he was just uh, like, yeah, I, mar- I married you because I have this plan in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> And you were probably 18 at the time. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. tasted the goods. Yeah. I know how good the it is. Goods. I've tasted the goods. Ugh. <laughs> John Voight, anyway. John Voight. He's not, he's, he's not my favorite actor, anyway. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I don't think I have anything else now. I think I've. Exhausted. Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. No. Implausible. Yeah, Mission Implausible. It's Improbable. a good movie. If anybody listening to this has not watched the original, because the most recent ones, I don't know. Dead. What did we say this was? 94? Uh, 96. 96. 96. This Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 just came out. Yeah. Yeah. So almost 20 years later. Wait a minute. 06, 2016, almost 30 years later. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> How old is uh, Tom Cruise? <laughs> my Ooh. god, almost 30 years. Yeah. God, we're getting old. Um, but almost 30 years later, uh, there are people that when they hear him, Mission Impossible, they only know the most recent movies. Like, you mm-hmm. know, they would uh it, they may not have even been inclined to go back. Because they don't say the numbers anymore. They just say Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol. And like, so there may be people that have no reason to think, oh, I should go back and watch the original of the series. So, again, if you're listening to this and it's piqued your interest, go watch it. You should go, go watch, watch the movie. Yeah, for sure. I will say, uh, I think I read that no one gets shot. Except Claire. Never mind. They were totally wrong. <laughs> Except for, wait a minute. Uh, that was, trivia was terrible. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Go on. I was about Proceed. to say, you know what? You're right. I don't think he pulls out a gun once, yeah. you know, to shoot himself. himself. But it, yeah. And he shoots some. So Phelps does. He shoots himself. But turns out that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and oh, yeah, he has a gun shoot in the safe house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they even mentioned, so they say, like, security on this train is going to be super tight. No chance of getting a weapon in. And they make a point of saying that line and then showing Phelps have to put together a gun with several different parts, you know, in a 
separated in a case. So, but yeah, no, he totally does, doesn't he? Shoot yeah, her. he does. Yeah, otherwise it's stabbing, explosions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a random thing in an elevator. I kind of like teeth. that. It's not a bunch of, sh- not a big shootout. Yeah, that's, that is the same for a lot of the... part of the appeal to me. I don't know, it was just like creatively making this mm-hmm. movie work without any guns. Yeah, but just tons of guns all the time. After think, watching this, I do want to go back and rewatch all of them now. Just to Yeah, me too. Compare. But. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll stomach through the second one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the, you said the third one is the one with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, J.J. Abrams directed that one. Yeah, I think that one is pretty good. I remember there's that running scene where he's like running through this really busy oh my market God. along the water. He never stops running. I know yeah. he never stops running, but it's really good. It's a perfect it's tracking like, shot. I can absolutely run a mile. Let's film it and not edit it. <laughs> <laughs> and I have perfect posture whenever yes. I do it. It's impressive. Like, I, can't, I can't do it. So I'm I can't either, but like, yeah. you know, get to the point. <laughs> get to the point. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it for Mission Impossible. If you want to tell us how much you like this movie or your favorite Mission Impossible, email us at moviememoriespodcast at gmail.com. And also you can go to linktree.com backslash moviememoriespodcast for all the ways that you can follow us on social media and listen to the podcast. Share it around to everyone you know, because every single listen and like and share is greatly appreciated. Um, and lastly, have you ever interacted with somebody, um, and wanted to be able to give this order to get them out of your face? It never happened. What about him? I want him manning a radar tower in Alaska by the end of the day. Just mail 